Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Local news, national news, even feel-good news. Delivering the topics that are relevant to you. That's why I listen to Joe. He covers it all. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. And I'm so glad you're joining us here. It is a Friday. I don't know if y'all noticed that. It's my Friday, at least. Today's my Friday. I hope it's your Friday as well. It's a good thing. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's always a good thing when it's a when it's a Friday. All right, your thoughts here on so so the U.S. Uh, the United States has officially announced that we will not be bombing or targeting any sites in Iran. What do you think about that? We need to blow Iran off the map. Come on, Biden, you jack wagon. Hey, thank you for saying jack wagon. I appreciate that. You saved me from having to edit something. Joe, oh Biden, ain't gonna attack Iran because, like the Iranians. He wants total destruction of the United States of America. All right, you can let us know. Hit us up in the open mic in the WDBO app or call 844-580-WDBO. It is time to track the candidates. We have lowjacked the presidential candidates so that we can ping their every location along the campaign trail. We call it Joe Kelly's presidential pinger. At least that's that's what... Joe Kelly calls it, at least. We're six days away from the Nevada caucuses, the crazy and bizarre Nevada caucus slash primary. We're 22 days out from South Carolina, 32 days out from Super Tuesday, 46 days until we get a vote here in Florida, 277 days until the general election. The average of polls as of today is pretty much flat from yesterday, with Donald Trump at 72 percent. Nikki Haley is at 17 now, Donald Trump holds a 26-point lead in South Carolina over Nikki Haley. That's that's Nikki Haley's state, y'all. And Donald Trump has 26 points over her as they head into that state's primary on February 24th. 49% of registered voters say they back former President Trump in a head-to-head rematch with Joe Biden, who has 45%. So it's 49% to 45%. Trump has the majority of support there, at least the plurality of support there. That's the latest in a CNN poll. Uh, interesting news about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. RFK Jr. denies accusations that he left a comment on a TikTok video of an OnlyFans booty model in 2022. Evidently, <clears throat> the official RFK Jr. account, it's verified and everything, uh, wrote wow and uh, some emojis. I don't even know what the emojis were, but what wrote wow on some booty model on TikTok. Uh, RFK says the account at the time belonged to a campaign staffer. It's always a campaign staffer, isn't it? It's never, it's always some lowly intern somewhere. It certainly wasn't me. Right, yes. The TikTok comment in question, he said, was made in 2022, long before I ever had a TikTok account. Well, it had to have had an account of some sort with his name on it. Meanwhile, CNN is asking the hard-hitting questions of Nikki Haley. Jake Tapper asks about... (sighs) 
Taylor Swift. I don't know what the obsession is. Taylor Swift is allowed to have a boyfriend. Taylor Swift is a good artist. Um, I've taken my daughter to Taylor Swift concerts before. Um, you know, to have a conspiracy theory of all of this is bizarre. Nobody knows who she's going to endorse. Um, but I can't believe that that's overtaken our national politics. I mean, right now you've got 60% of a of American families living paycheck to paycheck. We've got a border that's out of control. We've got wars happening around the world. The last thing I really think we need to be worried about is who Taylor Swift is dating and what conspiracy theory is going to have her endorsing a person for president. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, uh, uh, that, I actually agree with Nikki Haley on that one. Let's talk about campaign finances, the lifeblood of any presidential effort. Donations to Nikki Haley surged in late August after her standout performance in the first GOP primary debate. The following day, August 24th, was her single best online fundraising day of the year. There was just one problem for Nikki Haley, and that is former President Trump got his mugshot taken in Georgia on the very same day. Trump then had his biggest online fundraising day the day after Haley. And Trump's brought in nine times as much money as Nikki Haley did. Meanwhile, President Biden performed one of the most solemn duties of his office today in attending the dignified transfer of the three American soldiers killed in Jordan this week in a drone strike that the United States has attributed to Iran-backed militant groups. The president and first lady met with the families of the three fallen soldiers at the Center for Families of the Fallen at Dover Air Force Base in Delaware. And then the president is off to Newcastle, Delaware. I don't know what is in. I tried to find this out earlier. What's in Newcastle, Delaware, if they have if they own a home there. Uh, But Delaware, of course, being the home state for Joe Biden. uh, Is he really is he really going on vacation is he really going home to Delaware after attending the services, uh, the, the dignified transfer services and the, the day, the night of us launching military strikes? Tell me he's not going to Delaware for a weekend off. That'll be determined. We'll keep an eye on that. Meanwhile, we do have a statement from the president uh, and I'll share that with you coming up next, uh, this statement about the military operation. So I'll share the uh, statement. We just got it in a moment ago from the president. Evidently, he's not going to address the nation other than this written statement, particularly if he's on his way to his home in Delaware uh, to enjoy a weekend off. Um, I'll share that with you next. Plus, all the stories that you missed while you're at work today, we'll have it for you coming up next here on The Joe Kelly Show. Stay with me. Three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. The National Weather Service says an atmospheric river could bring up to eight inches of rain from San Diego to Monterey, California, late Saturday into Wednesday. The Weather Service, nicknamed the Pineapple Express, could also cause mudslides, power outages, and heavy snow in the mountains. Two. Two. Podcaster Joe Rogan has renewed his exclusive contract with Spotify. The multi-year deal is reportedly worth as much as $250 million. One. One. Paolo Bancaro is an all-star. The 73rd NBA All-Star Game reserves were announced on Thursday. Bancaro becomes the first Orlando Magic player named to the team since the 2020-2021 season. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. 
cash in on our 100th anniversary with the WDBO Payroll Payout. Your next chance at $1,000 happens Monday at 8 a.m. Listen for the keyword and then tap the Payroll Payout button in the WDBO app. It's our way of saying thank you for 100 incredible years. Greg, you're reading my mind. Pull that promo. <laughs> Sometimes we have loose ends. That was a loose. Oh, yeah, that's done now. We call that a loose end. That's all right. That's quite all right. All right. All right. Now, listen, it's Friday. It's been a long week. We're very excited that you're joining us here on The Joe Kelly Show. From your office to ours, we're breaking down today's big stories. Here's what you missed while you were at work. Yeah, busy, busy news day today. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan subpoenas Fonnie Willis to demand that she surrender documents from her office after allegations that she fired a whistleblower. A migrant has been arrested in a fight with police after showing off the NYPD attack video. It seems that the uh, the dude, this migrant dude, was showing the video on his phone to the cops and taunting the cops, and uh, then they got into a bit of a scuffle. Uh, former WWE executive Vince McMahon is under a federal investigation as he grapples with sex trafficking allegations made by an ex-employee. Here's a weird story out of Miami. Three-year-old twins are dead after being found unresponsive in a car parked along the highway in Miami today. The female driver was critically injured after she jumped off an overpass when the police arrived. Yes, we have questions for sure. Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis admits having a romantic relationship with a prosecutor on Trump's Georgia case, but she denies that it has tainted the proceedings. As you heard us report, and if you get the push alerts from our WDBO News app, Carl Weathers, former NFL player turned Hollywood action star, uh, the guy who starred as Apollo Creed, is dead at the age of 76. Well, we're told he died in his sleep. The federal judge in D.C. has postponed Donald Trump's March trial on charges of plotting to overturn the 2020 election. No new trial date has been set. Uh, we got the news uh, starting about an hour ago that reports are indicating that the U.S. air campaign against Iranian-backed groups in Syria has begun. And, uh, and now we've got this statement from the president of the United States. On official White House letterhead, this past Sunday it reads, three American soldiers were killed in Jordan by a drone launched by militant groups backed by Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, the IRGC. Earlier today, I attended the dignified return of these brave Americans at Dover Air Force Base, and I have spoken with each of their families. This afternoon, at my direction, U.S. military forces struck targets at facilities in Iraq and Syria that the, IG, the IRGC and affiliated militia used to attack U.S. forces. Our response began today. It will continue at times and places of our choosing. The United States does not seek conflict in the Middle East or anywhere else in the world. But let all those who might seek to do us harm know this. If you harm an American, we will respond. That's That's the statement from the president this afternoon. And this as we're getting word as the evidently the Pentagon is reporting. So this would be the, you know, the Biden Pentagon is reporting that we will not be hitting locations in Iran. 
Is that sending the right message? Do you think that sends a good message to, to, to shouldn't we at the very least say it's on the table? I mean, by, by, by saying we're not going to hit Iran again, unless that's a head fake. If that's a head fake, then I applaud the administration. Kudos to the Biden administration. If you're actually going to hit Iran while saying that you're not going to hit Iran. But I sense that this administration is not that savvy. It's bad enough that the administration announced all the locations that they were going to hit in advance of hitting them. The locations in Syria, in Iraq. But to say that we're not even going to touch Iran, I, I think it sends the wrong message. I think we want Iran to be on edge. I think we want Iran to at least have in the back of their mind, man, I hope the United States doesn't bomb us. What do you think? 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. We need to blow Iran off the map. Come on, Biden, you jack wagon. Oh, yeah, we, we heard that guy. I was just right. right, right. Joe, mm. oh, Biden. Yeah. Oh, ain't going to attack too. Iran because, like the Iranians, he wants total destruction of the United States of America. Okay. All right. The media needs to learn when to just shut it. You told us that the strikes were coming, but you don't think the terrorists listen to you guys? We just bombed nothing. Good job. All right, let me take issue with that. Um, you're you're blaming the media. Uh, you don't think that so? Do the okay? Do the terrorists listen to WDBO? Do we have terrorists here in Orlando who are monitoring WDBO so that they can direct forces that are in Iraq and Syria and Iran? It's, uh, is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. Is it likely? No, it's highly unlikely. And I think you're missing the actual target of your ire. I get your ire. I share your ire. But we are only reporting what the administration is saying. It is Joe Biden. That's where the buck stops. Joe Biden is the one who is telegraphing in advance where we're going to strike. They don't have to hear it on WDBO. They'll hear it right out of Joe Biden's mouth. They'll hear it from the the Pentagon news briefing. So I get it. I I get your ire, but I do think your ire is uh, targeted towards the the wrong the wrong people. It's not always the media's fault. We we all know this president's compromise. He let them know what he was going to hit. Where he was going to hit. Yeah. So they could get out in time. Give them enough time so they could get out. This president is unbelievable. He shouldn't, he shouldn't even be there. Blame it all to the people that voted for him. That's what they got. Yeah, you know, I'm curious. Uh, if anybody that is listening, that if you voted for Joe Biden, I mean, are you happy with his performance? Are you happy with how things are turning out? Does this does this make sense to you? The the way we're waging war against Iran. I will tell you that I I you know I've I mentioned this before. I mentioned this last night, the night before. I've, my biggest concern about uh, full on attacking Iran is that it's the Biden administration doing it, and I don't trust Joe Biden 
to do it properly. I don't trust his resolve. 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. This is WDBO. WDBO. 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. And where Orlando turns first for breaking news, weather, and traffic 24 hours a day. Listen on the WDBO app at WDBO.com. Ask Alexa to play WDBO. And on the HD2 of 96.5. WDBO is everywhere you are. WDBO live team coverage starts now. Don Michelle Franzen reports that airstrikes in Syria are underway. It follows the drone attack last week that killed three U.S. Army reservists at a base in Jordan. The White House says those drone strikes were carried out by Iranian-backed militants in Iraq and part of dozens of attacks on U.S. personnel in the region. ABC's Martha Raddatz is in Amman, Jordan, and says the U.S. is looking to deter militants without widening the conflict. What they are going after in Syria are certainly the militants, the Iranian-backed militants, but also Iranian assets, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard assets there. They don't want to strike Iran itself, but they want a significant and substantial hit on these militants. Earlier, the president and first lady attended the dignified transfer at Dover Air Base where the bodies of the Army Reservists were returned. The community of Palestine, Ohio, preparing to mark a year ago tomorrow since the Norfolk Southern train derailment. That accident releasing thousands of gallons of toxic material. The railroad and the EPA say that the air and water are clean, but cleanup is still underway. Ohio Senator J.D. Vance is awaiting federal report that could shed light on the rail lines culpability we'll see what the ntsb report says i my strong suspicion is there were a lot of mistakes whether they're criminal mistakes i got to see more evidence before i can say that president biden is set to visit the area later this month connecticut will become the first state in the nation to wipe out medical debt for eligible residents the initiative using money from the american rescue plan of 2021 Governor Ned Lamont tells ABC News that it will target people below the poverty line. This is not something they did because they were spending too much money. This is something because they got hit with a medical emergency. They should not have to, uh, you know, suffer twice. I'm Michelle Franz in ABC News. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. Breaking news to lively debates, covering the issues that matter to you. I make it a point to listen to Joe Kelly when I need to fully understand what's happening in the news. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. All right, the military strikes are being carried out as we speak. In fact, I can tell you that the the Houthis are fighting back. They're, they are shooting uh, missiles and drones at United States assets, so... Uh, uh, prayer would be in order, certainly, for our service members who are engaged there because the, the, they're not just, this is not a one-way war. They're, the, the enemy is fighting back. And clearly, I, I'm, I'm able to see some of this video. There, the, the, the U.S. is hitting these sites that have missiles at them. So they're trying to, to disable their missile sites. But some of these missiles are being shot off uh, from the, the same areas where we have, uh, we have already hit. So the, there, there's a big, big fire, big mushroom cloud, 
And then from that are missiles coming out. So they're still able to shoot some of those missiles as this goes on. Uh, if you're just joining us here on the Joe Kelly Show, the United States has announced that the that the attack has begun, but Iran is off the table. We won't strike Iran, which to me is uh, is a terrible military strategy, terrible tactic to to say that it's off the table. I I would say everything is on the table and let them keep guessing. You are right. It is Biden who is giving out this information that the media reports. And of course they would report it because they're giving out that information. But it's so stupid to say pretty much where and when and that kind of thing. Yeah, it is. It is confounding. It, I'm. I'm. I'm just. I'm dumbstruck. Wow, they hit 85 targets after what announcing to the world a half a dozen times when and where they were going to hit. Uh, they're not going to hit Iran because they're still desperate to strike a nuclear deal with Iran, and those targets that they hit, the key personnel and assets had already fled the area. So when I saw that Biden was going to the dignified transfer ceremony today at Dover Air Force Base in Dover, Delaware, my first thought was, wait a minute, he's going to be in Delaware. So I looked at the president's schedule for today and immediately departing Dover Air Force Base, he went to, um, what did I say, Newcastle, Newcastle, Delaware. And I don't know what's in Newcastle, Delaware for the president, But I feel like he's going home for the weekend. I feel like he's taking the weekend off, which also to me (laughs) sends a terrible signal that the commander in chief has has launched airstrikes against these assets in Iraq and Syria. The president just went to the uh, dignified transfer ceremony there for our three fallen service members, and he's going to take the weekend off hey joe love your show and in regards to our uh unfortunately president he's going to an ice cream place out there in uh, delaware i mean he needs to get his ice cream then he gets his little nap and then you know um he has to remember where he was at as a kid i'm guessing and uh yeah but i think he's gonna go get ice cream over there instead of taking care of you know, the important things of our country. You may well be right. I think there's probably a lot of truth there. I'd say if it's a written statement or it's read by uh, Pierre, I would say it's not really a statement from the president, from Joe Biden. Unless if it's coming out of his mouth, it's not from him. Oh, 100%. Absolutely right. You're there, There's no doubt about that. And that's that's why... I remarked that it was a written statement rather than uh, the president addressing the nation, rather than him doing a a quick video or something like that. Uh, There's no doubt that this statement was written by somebody on the staff and they just uh, fired it off. You know, they warmed up the fax machine and just faxed out the the press release. I do see this uh, breaking news. At least 18 members of an Iranian-backed militia are killed in the U.S. airstrikes in Syria. So we've at least killed some people, it seems. I think the military should be striking at their oil production uh, facilities. Um, but that's not going to happen because Biden is compromised and blackmailed. And he's probably told where he can and where he cannot uh, strike when it comes to Iran. So here's my concern about Iran. Iran and I expressed part of this last night. 
Um, I've got two major concerns about hitting Iran directly. And I don't, I don't mean to sound wi- uh, wishy-washy on this. I'm just trying to be honest. Uh, you know, I, I, I think hitting these umbrella groups, as the president calls it, in Syria and Iraq is, is a futile effort, particularly when we telegraph where we're going to strike. I mean, we have given them plenty of time to move their people and assets out of the way. But a direct attack on Iran, to me, is troublesome for two reasons. One, it's still Joe Biden at the helm. And I don't trust Joe Biden to properly execute and and have this stamina to stay in the game long enough to make a strike against Iran effective. I fear that he would... He would, well, pussyfoot his way uh, into a strike in Iran, and then it it would just uh, fizzle from there. My other concern about Iran is they don't mind being martyrs. In fact, in their world, there's valor in being martyrs. In the United States, and in particular the United States military, Martyrdom is not something that we value. Martyrdom is not something that we teach. Iran, let me rephrase that. Many Iranians, particularly those in the Revolutionary Guard, they believe that there is something waiting for them greater than what there is on earth in death. They don't fear war the way that we fear war. That concerns me. All other adversaries we've ever fought, they've not been of the radical mindset that that Iran is. Does that not concern you just a little bit that they not only don't fear death, but in many or most cases they welcome death? They welcome martyrdom. I don't know how you fight an enemy that's not afraid of dying. I don't know how you fight an enemy that thinks that dying against the great Satan, the United States, Israel, actually has valor. I don't know that we're prepared to fight a nation that welcomes death the way that some Iranians do. I don't want to paint too broad of a brush. I don't know that all Iranians uh, are prepared to martyr themselves. But certainly those, uh, uh, and I don't, even, I don't even want to say those in leadership because leadership uh, tend to get real selfish real fast. I mean, look where the Hamas leaders are. They're not in Gaza. They're not in the West Bank. They've been in the, you know, the United Arab Emirates. They've been in Dubai. They've been elsewhere uh, because they don't want to be martyrs. So I don't know that the, the, the rulers and leaders of Iran want to be martyrs, uh, but certainly members of the, of the Revolutionary Guard would have an interest in, in martyrdom. And that's just an enemy that we, we've not fought before. 844-580-WDBO to Harmony we go. Mike is joining us here on the Joe Kelly Show. Hi, Mike. Hey, how you doing, Joe? How are you? Very good, thanks. Yeah, listen, on this uh, airstrike that uh, our illustrious president just did, they advertised it. They're all gone. They killed 18. Those are the 18s that didn't listen to the radio. That's probably right. right? Yeah. 
that the rest of them took took uh, they just left. Uh, he advertised it, and let me tell you something: they should have struck their oil fields. If they strike where the money is, they wouldn't have any money to to support the Houthis and all these other gangsters that they support. Wow, we ought to stop. We ought to stop giving them money too, right? Exactly. You can't give these guys money. They hate our guts. Yeah. They want us dead. Right. I mean, you know, how can you get... If a guy that's beating me up in school, I'm giving him money because he's beating me up. That's the only reason I'm giving him money because he's beating me up. That's the same thing here. I have no doubt that you the know? that the minute Iran develops a nuclear weapon, I have no doubt that the minute they develop one, they will drop it or launch it towards Israel. Okay, then they're going to have a lot of bargaining power at that point, too. So, you know, with this president at the helm, we got nothing. This guy is just completely gone. Yeah. He's letting his uh, West Wing run everything, which is Obama. Well, and I'd like to say... I'd like to say that, we, uh, you know, at least we've got good leadership in the Pentagon, but uh, our defense secretary has shot that down uh, with L- Lloyd Austin. Uh, we, we can't count on that guy. Oh, yeah, this guy's as woke as uh, the wokest person in the United States. What, are you kidding me? Uh, at least they're running. The only thing I give the, the Pentagon credit for now, because they, I used to be a recruiter, because they, they missed all their recruiting missions. Yeah. Now they took all these woke commercials out and put some... Regular Army and Marine commercials, the good ones. That's right, they did. Maybe they'll yep. get some people to listen. Maybe they will. Mike, right, thank, you. thank you. Thanks, brother. Thank you for your service. I'm glad you listen. 844-580-WDBO. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. We're going to talk about the uh, the marathon trials this weekend. We'll get into that coming up in a few minutes, but you can still join the discussion. Use the open mic in the WDBO app or call 844-580-WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. Join the conversation now by using the open mic in the WDBO app. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. So the White House just released a statement that reads that the U.S. strikes in Iraq and Syria took 30 minutes and were, quote, successful. Now, I know that we can inflict a lot of damage in 30 minutes, but I'd like to think that uh, our attacks would take longer than 30 minutes. I mean, 30 minutes and the grand scale of things is uh, uh, the bat of an eye. Uh, if even that, it, it, it uh, well, we can do a lot of damage in 30 minutes, to be sure. 844-580-WDBO. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. We got a lot of mics tonight. Mike in Orlando, you're on the Joe Kelly Show. How are you? I'm above ground and vertical. That's always a good but, sign. Uh, I was, yeah, I was listening to the show, and you were talking about you haven't really heard about anybody else being as fanatical as these jihadists. Well, let me remind you about the Japanese in World War II. It took two atomic bombs to stop them. And the last Japanese soldier didn't uh, surrender until the late 1960s. They found him in the islands of the Philippines. Right, but he was also unaware that the war was over. Yeah, well... But 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 your point your point your your point remains and and I and I and I get it uh, and certainly the the Japanese pilots 
uh, that that uh, took on their kamikaze roles. Uh, you know, most of those pilots, uh, when they became kamikazes, they knew they were already crashing. They already knew the plane was going down. So they just at that point thought, as long as the plane is going down, let me target it towards one of these naval vessels or one of these other American assets. 844-580-WDBO. Mike number three. Hello, Mike. How are you? Good afternoon. Um, I know you like to keep it short and sweet. I've got a question for you. It's a two-parter. Okay. Uh, out of all of the people that you have spoken to on air, off air, how many people would you say that have voted for Biden that basically said they made a mistake? I haven't the slightest idea. No one, no one volunteers that information. Really? And my second question is, the unemployment numbers have gone down. Do you think that's due to the influx of the illegal, or as I consider them, space invaders? No, I don't. And I will tell you, uh, we have a directive here at WDBO from me as the news director. We don't report the jobs numbers because the jobs numbers are all manipulated Any president, any administration can make the jobs numbers be what they want them to be. They manipulate them. If you look into the analysis of the jobs numbers, they're never as good uh, as they seem to be. And then they get readjusted uh, at a later date. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Munns and Munns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Munns and Munns. Well, we got a crash on Colonial Eastbound at Delhi Street with the left lane closed. Another crash, 436 Westbound at Hunt Club Boulevard with the right lane shut down. And a wreck in Osceola County, 1792 Northbound at Oaks Boulevard with the right lane blocked. Put that tax refund to good use at Refresh Computers, Central Florida's budget computer store. Visit refreshcomputers.net or visit the Refresh Computers Superstore in Longwood. From the WDBO Traffic Center, I'm Paul Cross. This is WDBO. WDBO. 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. And where Orlando turns first for breaking news, weather, and traffic 24 hours a day. Listen on the WDBO app at WDBO.com. Ask Alexa to play WDBO. And on the HD2 of 96.5. WDBO is everywhere you are. WDBO live team coverage starts now. I'm Michelle Franzen. Four U.S. officials now confirm that retaliatory airstrikes are underway in Syria and Iraq, targeting Iranian-backed militants. The response follows the drone strike that killed three U.S. service members at a remote base in Jordan last week. ABC's Louis Martinez is at the Pentagon with the latest developments. We understand that these strikes are targeting areas that belong to some of these militia groups that were believed to be responsible uh, for those attacks that was carried out by a drone against the Tower 22 base that led to so many of those casualties. Um, But the officials telling us that the strikes are underway, hitting multiple targets. And this is something that's going to be going on for multiple days. Earlier today, President Biden and the First Lady attended the dignified transfer at Dover Air Force Base, where the flag-draped caskets of the Army Reservists returned to U.S. soil. The Georgia prosecutor bringing racketeering charges against Donald Trump and co-defendants say he hasn't done anything wrong. But Fonnie Willis does acknowledge that she's had a relationship with a member of her team. More from ABC News national correspondent Stephen Portnoy. Fonnie Willis denies her coupling with attorney Nathan Wade amounts to a conflict of interest. 
One of Donald Trump's co-defendants has asked a judge to disqualify Willis, arguing she's personally benefited from the money she's paid Wade, whom she hired to be a special prosecutor on the case. But in a sworn affidavit, Wade claims the pair's vacation expenses have been roughly equally divided. In another matter, the House Judiciary Committee has issued a subpoena for Willis concerning her office's use of federal funds. Tesla recalling more than two million vehicles, nearly all the cars it's sold in the U.S. because some of the warning lights on the instrument panel are too small. U.S. safety regulators say that raises the risk of a crash. An online software update, though, will fix the issue. I'm Michelle Franzen. ABC News. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. Talk and discussion on the latest breaking national news. Crude oil prices continue to fall. Local news. You're not going to have Disney have its own government in Central Florida. And stories that matter to you. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let your voice be heard on the Joe Kelly Show. All right, I wanted to move on to the marathon, and I will just in just a second here. But the the White House has released another statement. I I don't I I will as long as I live I will never understand the Biden White House. So here's the new statement from the Biden White House. It's a bulleted, bulleted statement. The American response began tonight and won't end tonight. We informed the Iraqi government before launching strikes. Just I'm going to let that marinate. Just let that linger out there. We informed the Iraqi government before launching strikes. Which, by the way, the Iraqi government has already complained that we are violating their sovereignty. Even though we informed the Iraqi government, they claim that we are violating their sovereignty. And they are, excuse me, they are a sovereign nation and they are entitled to their sovereignty. So I I get why they would feel that way. Uh, the, The statements go on to say the American planes were not damaged. The hits targeted command centers, missiles, and drone storage facilities ammunition supplies, etc. The Iraqi side told us in advance about the strikes we launched. I don't even know what that means. Um, At the moment, we do not know the number of gunmen who have fallen in the strikes that we have launched. We do not seek a conflict with Iran or in the Middle East, but we will not hesitate to defend our forces. Our response will not stop tonight, and there are additional measures we will take to put an end to attacks against our forces. That statement, uh, an additional statement from the Biden White House. No doubt, not from Joe Biden himself, but from the Biden White House. Okay, I want to talk about the marathon. Um, I, I some years ago, um, I used to love running. And I, I've run one marathon in my life. That was a goal I set for myself. And I said, I'm going to run a marathon, and I ran a marathon, and I ran it in four hours and change. Not exactly Olympic-worthy running of a marathon. But I, I, I think when it comes to the Olympics, when it comes to sport, there are a few sports that I, that I cherish more than others. And really the sports that deal with, with human strength and stamina are my favorites. Uh, you know, sports like uh, I don't know, equestrian. I'm not I'm not belittling equestrian, but you're riding a horse. Um, and and the thing about running is it's purely human strength and stamina. And these runners are absolutely amazing. The planet's world class runners 
are in Orlando right now. I mean, legendary runners. If if we cherished Olympian, uh, Olympic marathon runners the way that we did, you know, Hollywood or the NFL, you would need to know that the biggest celebrities of running are in Orlando right now. And one of the great things about running in, in marathons, and I'm not talking about the Olympic trials, but just when they have a marathon, is that you literally get a lineup with some of the premier runners in the world that they run some of these, because a lot of times they'll run in marathons, just your garden variety marathons, because sometimes they're qualifying events for other marathons. Like the Boston Marathon, you have to qualify for the Boston Marathon. The New York Marathon, you have to qualify for the New York Marathon. You have to be able to achieve a certain time to qualify for those marathons. And so some people use, you know, some world-class athletes use different cities and communities marathons as qualifying events. And it's one of those few events I mean, you can't go out on NFL Sunday and line up, you know, with the Kansas City Chiefs. Can't do it. But in the world of running, you can. You can line up with the most elite runners in the world. Of course, you're not going to be able to keep up with them. But you can line up with them. And I just love that about that sport. The runners that are going to be here now are the, are the fastest in the United States. Now, regrettably... The United States is not setting most of the records when it comes to marathon running. Do you, pop quiz, do you guys know what country represents most of the marathon wins lately? Like in the last decade or so? I really don't know. That's a good one. I think it's Nigeria. Close. Mm. It's in Africa. It's Kenya. Kenya. Mm-hmm. And, and some of the Kenyan runners even run barefoot, which blows my mind. Um, now the oh. the the course they're going to run in downtown Orlando tomorrow. Um, you'll be glad to know, and I'm glad that, that that they did this. But the runners, the runners said no brick streets, so none of the cobblestone brick streets. They're they're not going to run on any of them, and many, if not most, of the streets that they are going to be running on have been repaved recently. So hopefully it is going to be a smooth course, and I hope most of it is on asphalt. There is a difference between running on asphalt and running on concrete. Concrete is a harder material than asphalt. I know that that it might not make that big of a difference if you're you know, riding on a motorcycle and your head hits the concrete versus the asphalt. Either one is going to do its damage. But believe me, the asphalt is a little bit softer than the concrete is. And so hopefully they're running on mostly asphalt and not concrete. Uh, they're going to be... have a couple of different um, loops here. Yes, I mean, they have... because I had to look at all the street closures, and there are a lot of them for tomorrow. There basically are two. There are two loops that go through downtown. One of the loops is like two and a half miles, and then one of the loops is like six and a half miles. It's and... actually two point two and eight. Okay, so there you go. So there, there's they're going to run these loops, and do you, let me ask you this: Do you happen to know what the current World record speed is for the men's marathon. Oh, I, 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 for some reason, I always think like a six minute mile is like the target of being amazing, but I really don't remember. So you're talking about total time? Yes. Oh, I'm going to say two hours and five minutes. It, for the longest time, it has been just north of two hours. 
It's been two hours and five minutes, two hours and three minutes. Most of the qualifiers for this, uh, just to give an example, uh, the youngest male qualifier is 22, and he ran at two hours and 17 minutes. The current world record, y'all, is two hours and 35 seconds. We, as a species, humanity, is on the brink of a sub-two-hour marathon. I'm probably the only one that's excited about that, but I love <laughs> I love the story of Roger Bannister. Now, Roger Bannister, I, I'm sure a lot of you right away know instantly who that is. Roger Bannister is the man, the British man, who was the first human ever to break the four-minute mile. Before Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile, doctors, physiologists, runners were entirely convinced that the human body could not run a sub-four-minute mile. They were convinced, and thus they had created a mental block. Mentally, they had convinced themselves that nobody can run faster than a four-minute mile. Until Roger Bannister did it. And after Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile barrier, suddenly several runners started to run sub-four-minute miles. And now it's not uncommon to go to a high school and find athletes that can run a sub-four-minute mile. So the question is, what happened with Roger Bannister, what changed? Did something happen to humanity? Did humans suddenly get faster? Did we suddenly develop shoes that were faster? Did we suddenly develop a training regimen that was faster? Did we, did we suddenly get the wind to our back at all times that made us faster? <laughs> or did we drop the mental block that told us that we couldn't run faster than a four-minute mile. Aren't what's the credo? Records are made to be broken, right? Yeah. I mean, if you look at Michael Phelps, who was swimming faster than any human being on the planet, and and half like, of what happens? Yeah, it's like, well, what happened? How did that happen? Does he have webbed feet? I mean, we everybody was trying to figure that out. So I am, I am just so excited that we humanity, not me, not you. Certainly not you. No, certainly not me. That we are on the brink of a sub two hour marathon. We're 35 seconds away. Now, will that happen tomorrow in Orlando? Probably not. Almost definitely not. Um, as Kenya's not running in, in the marathon tomorrow. Um, but the, the, um, there, there are, there are Kenyans that run for America. So there will be Kenyans running tomorrow. So they're, they're, they're not all... Um, there's always, but like you said, do they train differently? Do they like let a lion loose in Kenya and say, go? I mean, what do they do that's different than anywhere else in the world? Is it climate? What is it? Uh, it's, so it's something in the water. I'm afraid that... If if I if I, if I were to theorize, 
uh, I would enter Jimmy the Greek territory, <laughs> which is not. That's not a good place to yeah, be. Yeah, no, that's not a good place to be. <laughs> if you get the reference, you know what I'm talking about. What What is a marathon, by the way? It's 26.2 miles. Two miles, okay. Yeah. 26.2. And so the Ooh. men's race, the men's race begins at 10, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. The women's race is at 10, 20. Uh, women, no matter what anybody will try to tell you with the alphabet mafia, the LGBTQ plus community, women do not run as fast as men. Uh, the world record, oh, I didn't look it up. Could you, could you look that up real quick, Greg? The uh, um, marathon world record women, it's probably two... Two hours and a half, two and a half hours, I think something along those lines. <clears throat> but so so they start the they start the men first so that they get out of the way, and then the women start after the men, because that way the women aren't going to be passing the men. It will be broadcast, by the way, on NBC tomorrow at noon, but it's going to be tape delayed. If you want to watch it live, it's on Peacock Live. We all learned about Peacock during that football game a while back. Hey, luckily, I have it now. So, oh, yep. do you really? Yes, I do. All With right. my Dolphins, I had to get it. Good for um, you. Two hours, 11 minutes, 53 seconds is the women's world record. Oh, they're not, they're not that far behind. Not now, that. that's again, that's the top runner in the world. Right. And, and does it say where she is, who, where she's from? Um, I have a name. It's Tixt Asifa. Uh, this was that took place in Berlin, the run, but it doesn't have a, a listing as to where they're from. Got I like the fact that we're talking about these really in shape people, and I'm gorging myself yeah. on French fries right now. I do too. I like that very much. That's, that's why I said you're not going to run the marathon in two hours. But I like no, I like I'm, to I'm, say I'm shoveling fries. <clears throat> I like to say that you know the, they're they're going to run a, a marathon in two hours. When I ran my one marathon uh, in Houston, Texas, by the way. Um, I, mine was like four hours and 30 minutes. I like to say, dude, anybody can run for two hours straight. I ran for four and a half hours straight. Great point. That is a, Great that point. Is a much greater feat of strength and stamina than only running for yeah, two hours. Yeah, take that. You're sitting in yes. your ice bath and I'm still running. I'm still so, you out know. there. I haven't given up yet. I'm still running. Now, what is, one of the interesting things about running this, having this race in Orlando there was concern about the weather, as you might imagine. There's always concern about the weather. And lately, our, our weather here in Orlando, in Central Florida, and Florida in, in general, has been like when they draw the lottery, the, the lottery balls. 78, 42, 90, 47. You know, our, our temperatures have been all over the place lately. And then Sunday, we're expecting rain, a lot of rain on Sunday. But Saturday, the weather is going to be really, really nice. And, and, and runners want it to be cool. They want it to be nice and cool, and it helps. So the runners are going to have the weather on their side. Uh, and like when I ran the marathon in Houston, it's very flat. And there are no sharp turns. So it's a very flat marathon. There are no big hills they have to run up. I remember when I, when I ran my one marathon... Um, <clears throat> the biggest hill that I had to climb was a highway overpass. And that was it. That was the biggest hill because Houston is as flat as can be. Uh, or, Orlando is not even as flat as Houston, but at least, uh, our, our running track for the marathon is going to be very, very flat. So th- that's good news. Good news. Good weather and good course conditions for our marathon runners. And 
for for them, man, I you know I know a lot of people are excited because the Pro Bowl's in town and there'll be you know football celebrities in town, and I'm excited about that too. But I'm really excited that we are hosting America's elite marathon runners that to me are are superstars uh, in fit, feats of strength and stamina. It's just impressive beyond belief. And I'm so excited. You, uh, uh, Greg, you said you you and your wife, you're all going to go down and watch it in person. Yeah, me and my wife, we're going to go over to the Milk District. They've got a couple of different watch parties going on and just have a good time and, and enjoy something that's really unique to Orlando right now. I'm going to get comfortable in a big chair and watch it at noon on NBC. <laughs> no, the lazy chair, I suppose. All right, 844-580-WDBO. You can join the discussion. Hit us up in the open mic in the WDBO app. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. In-depth segments on topics that matter to Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. I love your show every night. You're doing great, bud. So I was telling my uh, sweet Ronnie Sue yesterday that Kanye jumped up on stage with Travis Scott during the concert on, what was that, uh, Wednesday? And Ronnie said... Do you suppose that uh, Kanye was in town for the Pro Bowl, you know, to, to hang out? I, said, I, I don't know that the Pro Bowl is that popular. I don't know that it attracts celebrities. Uh, Greg Rhodes, I mean, is the does the is the Pro Bowl that big of a deal? Yeah, it's not quite what it used to be. Um, it's really, really not what it used to be, especially when it was in Hawaii. It used to be a really, like, longed-after thing. Orlando's done a great job with it. The times that they've had it, they've sold out the stadium. They've really promoted it really well, but it's just not the event that it once held, you know. And am I misremembering this? Didn't the Pro Bowl used to come after the Super Bowl? There was a time, yeah, so that way they could get the uh, the Super Bowl participants to actually, you know, participate. Right. <laughs> but uh, nowadays, they they just kind of replace them as they go. So even even though members of the Niners and Chiefs would be... Uh, and I don't know what what is he, what is it you have to do to qualify for the Pro Bowl. It's mainly just a fan vote. So if uh, the fans voted you in, you're in. So like this year, Brock Purdy, the starting quarterback for the 49ers, was selected as the starter for the NFC. But then being in the Super Bowl, he will not be participating. Could he? Uh, no, they they would definitely would not allow that to happen. Yeah, because the last thing you want to do, obviously, is get injured. Yeah, the, even if it is just a flag football game. Is it a flag football it's game? It's a flag football game. It's not even really a football game anymore. They have like nine different events that they do that lead up to this like half hour flag football game they do at the end of it. Uh, hang on. I'm what? Yep. It's a flag football game. Wow. That's all we've got anymore. It, you, again, not what it used to be. Is it televised? It is. It'll be on, I believe, ABC. Wow. <laughs> That's I'm I'm we got to go back to talking about the marathon. That's real stuff there. I feel bad. I, I, I had no idea. Well, that's cool. Glad they're in Orlando. Welcome to those NFL players, then. We're glad you're here. Now let's go watch the marathon. I'm Joe Kelly. It's 6.30. This is WDBO. WDBO. 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. And where Orlando turns first for breaking news, weather, and traffic 24 hours a day. Listen on the WDBO app at WDBO.com. Ask Alexa to play WDBO. And on the HD2 of 96.5. WDBO is everywhere you are. WDBO live team coverage starts now. Now.
Podcast. I'm Michelle Franzen. The U.S. military launching retaliatory strikes in Syria and Iraq in response to the drone attack that killed three U.S. service members in Jordan. President Biden in a statement says, quote, our response began today. It will continue at times and places of our choosing. The Pentagon says the initial strikes hit 85 targets in eight locations used by Iran-backed militants. The U.S. trying to deter militants and at the same time avoid a wider conflict. ABC's Marcus Moore is in Amman, Jordan. The tension that we have experienced here uh, won't be going anywhere anytime soon. And certainly what we've heard from people here in the region is that they are very much concerned about uh, the impact that this retaliation, this operation will have on the potential for this conflict to continue to escalate and to spread. Earlier, President Biden attended the dignified transfer at Dover Air Force Base and met with the families of the fallen soldiers. A crime-fighting robot now out of a job. It was just last September that New York Mayor Eric Adams announced the arrival of the K-5 Night Scope, a robotic police officer resembling a large trash can on wheels, which was to use facial recognition to stop crime. After just four months, the RoboCop program has been powered down. K-5 sitting in the corner of a vacant storefront in the Times Square subway station. Officers will have to do without the K-5, which couldn't climb stairs, needed frequent charging, and required two human cops to protect it from potential vandals. Dave Packer, ABC News, New York. In Michigan, closing arguments wrapped up in the involuntary manslaughter trial of Jennifer Crumbly today. The judge telling jurors to return to court on Monday to hear instructions and begin deliberations. Crumbly's son, Ethan, killed four people and injured seven others after opening fire at Oxford High School in 2021. His parents accused of ignoring his mental health struggles and giving him the gun. Michelle Franz in ABC News. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. News, weather, traffic, all the things you want on your drive home. Plus, Joe Kelly being, well, Joe Kelly. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's news and talk, WDBO. Now, you may well be just now going home. You may be, uh, this is your afternoon drive commute. You're heading home right now. You have had a, a long day at work, probably a long week at work, exhausted to earn every penny that you get in your paycheck so that you can put food on the table, so you can feed your family, so you can pay your mortgage, so you can pay your car note, so you can send your kids to school. You work so hard for that money. And we're also right now in tax season. You can now officially file your federal income taxes. And you need to know how your tax dollars are being spent. You work so hard for that money. And you need to know that $213,878, it's not a lot of money as, as the government goes. I mean, that's a lot of money to you and me, I'm sure. It is to me, $213,878. But that's how much money you paid. You And your taxpayer dollars paid via the National Institutes of Health to create a smartphone app to train biological males who identify as transgender women to speak like women. A smartphone app to train dudes who think they're girls to speak like girls. 
For the study, 40 biological men identifying as transgender will use the researcher's prototype app, meet online every week. Researchers will prescribe homework during the week with ranging levels of difficulty. I have, I have no doubt that if you're a biological man and you want to instead be a woman, I'm sure there are road bumps along the way. I have no doubt. And I'm sure one of those road bumps, speed bumps, is changing the pitch of your voice. Going from sounding like a dude to sounding like a woman. And I, I'm, I'm sure you, you might need some help with that. But I'm also sure that the American taxpayers shouldn't be on the hook for it. But that's how your taxpayer dollars are being spent. And again, I know it's a drop in the bucket. It's nothing. It's 213000 I mean, we certainly misplace a quarter mil every day in the massive bloated U.S. government. I'm sure a quarter mil is nothing. I'm sure that you and I could probably apply for a grant today to do all kinds of useless things and we could easily get a quarter mil from the government. But it's insulting. It's abuse. This is taxpayer abuse to make us have to pay for someone's fantasy land, for someone's delusional fantasy. What do you think? Maybe I'm, am I missing the point here? 844-580-WDBO. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. This has San Mateo County, California. San Mateo County. They're, they're very sensitive in San Mateo County, County California. Their board of supervisors, that's like the city council, unanimously voted to become the first county in America to recognize a new public health emergency. Would you like to know what the new public health emergency is for San Mateo County, California? Loneliness. Loneliness. They say we have 45% of the people who find themselves being lonely. We suffer from loneliness, the supervisor says. They say since the pandemic, county statistics have shown loneliness explode amongst the total population. As part of their unanimous vote and resolution, they're asking the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, I kid you not. They're asking the governor to create a new minister of loneliness for the state of California. You know, I, I know that loneliness is a real thing. I know that loneliness is, is truly gripping our nation. I, I'm not discounting that. 
at all. Plenty of surveys have indicated that Americans are suffering from loneliness. And the pandemic certainly made it much, much worse. And our stunted social skills are making it much worse. Social media is making it much worse. A mental health crisis is making it much worse. I don't, I don't discount that there is a problem with loneliness. But to brand it as a, a public health emergency and ask the governor to create a new minister of loneliness position, what does it even mean? How? What, what exactly is a minister of loneliness going to do? They're just going to set out to introduce people to people? Hey, I got someone you, you should meet. Do a speed dating sponsored by the state of California? The government is not the answer to every little problem. And, then, and frankly, it's a big problem, loneliness. I get it. But the government is not the answer to all of our problems. 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, now the three big things you need to know. Powered by Hard Rock Bet. Three. Prosecutors say the man accused of showing his father's decapitated head in a YouTube video allegedly bought a gun the day before killing him in Pennsylvania. Justin Mond gave a politically charged rant in the YouTube video while displaying the head. Police arrested the 32-year-old after he broke into a state National Guard facility with a handgun. Connecticut is the first state to provide relief for health care debt. The state is canceling around $650 million in medical debt for an estimated quarter million residents this year. One. One. The NFL Pro Bowl returns to Orlando on Sunday with the teams taking part in a series of events, including a Madden video game challenge, tug of war, all all culminating in a flag football game at Camping World Stadium. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Connected to our community. Talk local issues and events with Joe Kelly. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let Joe know what interests you. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Yeah, San Mateo County, California has now said loneliness is a public health emergency. They want the state of California to create a new minister of loneliness position. Honestly, there are so many songs about loneliness, Paul, that I, I, I had a hard time picking one. One. Yes. One, one is the is loneliest. The loneliest yes, number. I know. See, I, ever... I could have gone with that one. You went with the motels, huh? I did. I went with the motels. 1982. It's a good song, isn't it? Yeah. Love it. And then I could have gone with Roy Orbison. Only the lonely. He sang only the lonely. But not this same song, though, right? It's a different song. Only the lonely. Right. Orbison. Only the lonely. All right. So let's listen to Roy Orbison's version. We could do a lot. Only the lonely. Know the way I feel tonight. Give me another one. Lonely Teardrops. I, 
Uh, that would be uh, Drifters, maybe? Jackie Wilson. Jackie Wilson. There you go. That's it. Wow, you really went for an old one here. You got anything from this decade? This century? <laughs> I'm trying to think of lonely now. I'm Lonely's going through my head. Um... I've got Akon. You can sing uh, Akon Lonely. Akon, do you have it? Can I hear it? You have it there? Hang on. You know who this is? I'm just a lonely boy. This is um, Paul Anka? Yeah. <laughs> sure is. leave it at that yeah okay listen have a great weekend there's a lot to do in orlando this weekend we are the true entertainment capital of the world las vegas ain't got nothing on us baby have a great weekend have a safe weekend and we'll see you back here on the radio monday five till seven it's the joe kelly show on wdbo